you'll be okay. I'm okay. Take a deep breath. <laughs> I don't want to take too deep a breath or otherwise my walking pneumonia will flare up. This is like one of those uh, offshoots of that TV show, Walking Dead. <laughs> walking pneumonia. <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking to a zombie, practically. I know. Let's just say this is take two. Really Sorry about that. Hi, Matt. Hi, Aaron. So it's... Uh, so Podcast fail. Technology mm-hmm. fail. Are, are we good now? Yeah. we're good now? Should we tell everybody what happened? Okay. She says you're gritted teeth. <laughs> okay, if I have to admit failure. You didn't fail. It just... Things happen. I don't think it recorded or something. So we're doing this again. Yeah. You know why we're doing this again? You know why we're doing this? Practice makes perfect? Because we care. Oh, okay. Because we are giving them the best. Yeah. You people are getting the best right now. Yeah. The condensed version, probably. Yeah. It'll go it might be time. better. Could yeah. be. Yeah. I, we're, we're peppier yeah. than we were the last time. Honestly, yeah. the last time. <laughs> we can do better. Happened. Somehow we lost the recording, so now we're coming back to do it again for you guys. You know why? Because we care. We're, we're in it to win it. You know what I was thinking, though? What? When you told me that it got lost, uh, or we only had the first 15 seconds. Could you imagine if, if just, just think about how you feel right now. Right? Let's imagine you're a recording engineer. You're behind the boards in the studio. Led Zeppelin has just knocked out, like the best stairway to heaven. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, and you're, they're like fist pumping, and John Bonham's high fiving Robert Plant, going, "Yeah, we nailed that." And you look, and you realize that you didn't hit the record button. Oopsies! <laughs> Can you guys do that again? One more time from the top. <laughs> Just. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of how I feel, but maybe a little bit less yeah. uh, severe than that. But yeah. You see how I related yeah. our podcast to Stairway to Heaven? It's that good. It's that good. Mm. Anyway, so we were going to talk about, we did talk about, should we recap our discussion? Yeah, well, today is the 29th of September. Yeah. Our 21st podcast of the season. Means we can drink legally. Yeah. And uh, we weren't going to talk about insect pests of corn and soybeans. We were going to talk about the letter to the editor in the Iowa State Daily that you shared with everybody at our lab. Our, our pollinator working group. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a, a letter to the editor that was published, I guess, sometime over the night, uh, last night or early this morning. It's online. Yeah. You'll put a link to it in our, in our thing. Yep, I can surely do that. And the, the title of the letter was, Too Many Damn Bees on Campus. And this the student, I guess he's a fifth-year senior, um, was a little frustrated um, as, he, as he's trying to wait for the bus, as he's trying to eat food outside. He says it's become nearly impossible. Yeah, for something that surprised him, right? And, yeah, he's never uh, seen this before. Well, and I'm going to quote from the letter here. Um, what does it say about all summer and throughout the previous years, all I've heard about is bees that they are terribly endangered and large populations are steadily declining. However, a short walk through campus would lead one to believe the contrary, at least at least this year. Mm-hmm. So, so I wonder if he thinks like the bee thing is over. Like yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Why it, are people caring about bees? Or, or at long last, is our nightmare over? Can mm-hmm. we move on? And we said about. We talked about this in detail, kind of just summarized. Yeah. The, my, what I think is happening is, well, one, you said this, they're not bees, right? Yeah, I think what he's seeing and maybe others are uh, having the same frustration with around campus, at least, 
or yellow jacket wasps, not bees. Yeah. And, and you and I have gone through campus and experienced this, right? Yeah. And I was telling you uh, about the hub, which is called the hub because it used to be a train station. They remodeled it for a little cafeteria. It's on the center part of campus. And they've been serving food there uh, in breakfast and lunch. And then they have a caribou coffee. So mm-hmm. they're serving up the caffeine drinks yep. and the latte foamy. Mm-hmm. Sugary. Oh, yeah. So good. I think wasps like it too. Oh, yeah. They love sugar. Yeah. And at this time of year, they're really active. And oh, and one other thing about the hub on Central Campus is this f- summer they redid the outside seating area. They expanded, expanded it. Yeah. Expanded it. So they've, I think what they've done is increase the likelihood that these wasps that are active this time of year are going to come in contact with people. Because it's been nice, and people are taking advantage of that outside seating, right? They're yeah. reading, they're eating, yeah. they're More so hanging than out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of people out so, there. So yay, university! You did a you yeah. know, good one, mm-hmm. but it's kind of unfortunate right now because, as you were saying in the last podcast, why am I keeping? Nobody heard it. It's gone. But anyway, you made the point last time that um, it's fall. Yeah. And there's not much in nature for critters to eat. Plants are senescing, flowers are... Crops you know, are being harvested. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're lacking food. And so um, one of the reasons why, beyond just our own you know, observation, that we think it's the yellow jackets that this person is talking about, not bees, is that there's a difference in biology between these two insects. They're both, they both are hymenoptera. They're both bees, ants, uh, wasps, that mm-hmm. order of insects. They're and closely they're, related. They're like cousins. I mean, yeah. 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 So they share some things, yeah. but not everything. Not everything. One of the things that they don't share is um, a response to the fall, changing seasons. Mm-hmm. The social structure of the hives are very different this time of year. Honeybees maintain a hive. And if you're a beekeeper, they stay in the hive and they're there. The population declines, but the queen and a group of workers... They're trying to maintain, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're not going to grow anymore, mm-hmm. any more brood, but they're going to they're not going to raise any more young bees, but they're going to maintain that population, eat whatever they've stored, and then get ready to go in the spring. Um, wasps, yellow jackets, different in that the colony doesn't use the same hive year after year. The queen, at this point, has left the hive and is overwintering. She goes and takes all, you know, feeds, gets herself, you know, chuck full of food like a bear and goes over winter and mm-hmm. soil and, you know, debris, plant debris. I, th- I think I've even, I, I told you this, uh, found them under bark, mm-hmm. you know, in, in trees. And that means that the rest of the workers are fending for themselves, and mm-hmm. they're no longer maintaining the hive. They're off, you know, looking for food just to... So th- they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. They're not. They're not. But they're going to, you know, keep living on their own. You know mm. what they are? You know what they are? Mm. Ronin. Mm. You know what Ronin are? No. R-O-N-I-N. You ever see that movie? No. You know Robert De Niro? Nope. Ronin? Sorry. It's a term from Japanese feudal society... A ronin was a samurai warrior mm. who was without a king. Yeah. They were on their own. That's what these are. They're ronin. They're aggressive. They're, yeah. they're, they're you know, ronin, you would hire them 
to you know do some dirty work or something. It wasn't really clear that they had honor anymore. Uh huh. They were like the oh, yeah. That got deep. I know it kind of works for this. Yeah, because I could see you know both you talked about both oh, bees and wasps being social in their own way, um, at least in the summertime. But when it comes to the winter, that social structure breaks down. Yeah, yeah, and the the feudal lord of the wasp nest, she leaves. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, winter's coming. I'm gonna hang, mm-hmm. hide away, survive. You boys and nice girls knowing you. on your own. Yep. And those samurai go off and they become like food hunting ninjas, except mm-hmm. they're very noticeable. So food, food for a yellow jacket at this time of the year, I mean, we talked about a decline in, in flower, like nectar and, and floral resources, but oh, they're, they're, they're going after everything, right? Yeah, yeah. so um, these samurai hymenoptera, uh, unlike honeybees that get all of their sustenance from flowers, they're basically herbivores. They eat mm-hmm. nectar and pollen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the wa- yellow jackets um, are more prolific. They'll eat a lot of other things. And mm-hmm. they're, they're a source of biological control. They will eat other insects. So plant, animal, they'll be eating yeah. whatever. Yeah, and so <laughs> I never tell you this story. At this time of year, when, at this time of year I was sitting uh, outside, not unlike what the students are doing right now, and I'm eating a roast beef sandwich with another entomologist, uh, Sarah Ferris. Wherever you are, Sarah, I remember this moment. We, I had the roast beef sandwich in my mouth, and a yellow jacket comes flying around, and there's a little piece of uh, roast beef hanging outside the sandwich, and this yellow jacket lands on the roast beef, right? It's, it's in, half the sandwich is in my mouth, right? The part that is hanging out of my mouth, the, it lands on that roast beef, and it bites like a little trench mm-hmm. to where it grabbed a little piece of roast beef, and then it flew off with it. So it's like a leaf cutter, except it was a meat cutter. Meat cutter! Just notched out That's one of the edges. Yeah. And then on meat. its way. It yeah. ate my roast beef! Yeah. You know what's weird? That is kind of a cool story. Sarah and I just stood and watched it. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've got to if you're an entomologist. That's like Look at that. leprechaun in a pot of gold. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, so they'll be going after people's lunches, their sugary coffees. They're interested in sodas and energy drinks and everything else. So I can see why the congregation of people, kind of in that hub area, is an attractive place for yellow jackets mm-hmm. um, to be. And yeah. they're not afraid to get up in your face, fly right in your food, and they are. What should we do? What should we do about <sighs> this? What are we going to tell the people? Well, how are we going to help the people? I want to. I want people to know the difference between a bee and a wasp. Okay. That's key. And um, to know that basically they're, they're harmless, right? Um, well, they're harmless until they sting you. I mean, yeah. Um, they're, not a, they're not particularly like, I want to go and sting this person. They're looking for food, right? They are. And they so are looking for food. But don't eat and drink stuff outside. Clean up your garbage. I mean, it's maybe some... Why do I feel like you have said that expression before? Clean up your garbage. Clean well, up if, if, you get, if you have... Don't be a messy boy. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> If you have things that they like to eat, they're going to be around you. But I guess even if you're just reading stuff outside there right now, they're going to be by you because they're just looking for food. Yeah. And they're not aggressive in the way that, like... They're not protecting their brood, right? Exactly. So, I mean, you can kind of swat at them or... They'll... they'll, Gently. I would be gentle. Yeah. I would say go after them with your backpack. Because unlike honeybees, these yellow jackets 
can sting multiple times. They, they have a sacrifice. smooth sting. Smooth sting. Now honey I'm thinking bee? of Sade. Yes. They're a smooth operator. And the honeybee, what, barbed? Barbed wire. One chance. That barbed, one shot, one kill. Like harpoon goes into your skin and gets stuck in there, and their bodies rip apart. They sacrifice themselves to sting. They're their own kind of ninja. Yeah. They're like a... Sepulchre? Isn't that what the ninja... Not, no, the, the samurai does? You're they, way beyond what, you know what I know about, about ninjas, right? though. The, yeah. Harry Kari. Harry they, Kari I mean, yeah. basically, the Harry honeybee Kari, yeah. commits Harry Kari yeah. when it stings because... It's, per, it's trying to protect um, the rest of the it hive. sacrifices itself, itself for the yeah. hive. They're amazing yellow, creatures. Yellow jackets, meh. Mm, they'll sting multiple times. You know why that is? Because they use their sting not for communication, not to tell people to get away, but for predation, to subdue prey. Okay. Bring it back to that. So other insects, basically anything that they think they can mm-hmm. subdue. Man, it's getting hot in here. Mm. Have we helped the people? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I'll include a link to that uh, letter to the editor. And, oh, yeah. Um, maybe I just oh, want to mention... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And maybe in addition to that, I don't know if we want to talk about kind of the d- basic... Uh, differences between bees and wasps. What are they? Break I mean, like we said, we, they're kind of. You had a nice. They're, they're kind of it. cousins in a way. They're yeah. they're closely related, um, as they are to ants, soft flies, um, other things like that. They're they're closely related in one common order. They got the skinny waist, the restricted waist. The the wasps do. Yeah. yeah. Well, bees and wasps. Yeah. Restricted waist. They got the full so, wings. So between the thorax and the abdomen, there's yeah. a, a more obvious constriction than you would see in something like an aphid, which is kind of like a big pear-shaped blob. Is so you don't see. a model that looks like that? Is it like a... With a constricted yeah. waist? Yeah. Uh, besides Kim tweet. Kardashian. She's yeah. not really a model. Well, she is a model. Yeah, she is. But she has a really obvious waist, right? Yeah, yeah. and she... Yeah, you're going to tell the difference from the front yeah, yeah, yeah. to the... Not the front. <laughs> <laughs> the top from the bottom. That was hard for you, wasn't it? Yeah, that was hard. But, I mean... Um, so that's a, a defining, you know, when you look at an ant, yeah. a bee, a wasp, you're going to see a waste uh, that you might not see so obviously with other insects. Yeah, all I'm thinking about is Kim Kardashian's waste. Sorry, I shouldn't, I, sh- I know that's distracting for you. <laughs> so you had a fun, you had a fun comparison. Yeah. You said honeybees and wasps. It, 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 How it, I like to think about it yeah. is, is, you know, if people are like, what's the difference between a bee and a wasp? I think bees in general are more hairy. Oh, yeah, and so their are. bodies are covered with, it looks like. They're comfortable. Yeah, themselves. I mean, they, they just, the it's, it's the Christmas sweater. They're just very comfortable. And so oftentimes their body and their legs can be, look very hairy. Oh, yeah. And so what we see as a stripe or a spot or whatever it is for bees, it's hair that comes off the body. As opposed to wasps that are not as hairy, there's, I don't want to say their skin, but their exoskeleton looks almost smooth. You know what it's like? It's mm. like that... Uh, do this? Can I use this metaphor? The uh, the legs of a guest, a female guest on a talk show, they're always like shaved and yep. smooth and shiny. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're sleek looking. Sleek looking. Yep. Svelte. Yeah. They're kind of the supermodels, um, you know, because of the the waist and everything, yeah. and they usually look pretty trim. <laughs> Bees. <laughs> I don't want to say stout or portly, but I think you just did. I think they, you know, they're a little bit. They're made to, you know, I don't get know. the work done. They're they're, they're 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 really yeah. hard workers. They and work hard for the honey. Mm-hmm. honey. And they, uh, <laughs> we're coming up with so many taglines for this uh, podcast. It's so hot in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so, but, but like you said, bees are typically um, herbivores, um, while wasps they can be 
uh, herbivores, but also predators, and yeah. they feed on a lot of different things. They're good. Yeah. They're good. Mm-hmm. They yeah. all have their, their benefits. Yeah. So in the letter to the editor that you're going to link to, if the people scroll down, there's a comment from Ginny Morgel, who's mm-hmm. the insect zookeeper here at Iowa State University, and she makes some good points about... Uh, Jenny Mitchell? Is it Mitchell? I'm yeah. it's she got Jenny. married. Oh. She got married this year, so Jenny Mitchell. Thank you. Yep. Sorry, Jenny. But yeah, the, she she touches on some of this as well. Yeah. We good? I think we're good. We did it. Are we yeah. recording this time? Oh, man. I hope so. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> See you next week. Thank you. Bye.